Hi there, and welcome to Proverbs 31 Wannabe, where we discuss biblical womanhood in our daily and constantly busy, and sometimes crazy, life. I'm Alexis Heeslip, and as a wife and mother of two, I am always striving and praying to be a Proverbs 31 woman of faith. Today is going to be a good one, but also a tricky one, because I'm going to be talking about something that most of us struggle with, including myself. Finding quiet time. Yep, I know what I just said. The ultimate dream that a mom can have. Uninterrupted quiet time to read the Bible, pray, and prepare your heart for the day. How is something like that even possible? Don't you know how busy we as moms are? I feel like no matter what I try to do, it just falls through. My kids somehow know and disrupt it, or the quiet time just gets pushed back and to the side. These are all different things that I have heard from other moms when this topic is brought up. But I'm here to tell you that finding the quiet time you need is possible. It is something that we as moms can do. So let's dive on in and explore how you can find and maintain and thrive in a morning quiet time routine. Now, this first way to find quiet time is going to be a hot take. And not everyone will agree at first, but I want you guys to hear me out on this. The first thing you can do to find quiet time in your busy day is to wake up 30 minutes earlier than you already do and use that time to connect with the Lord. Oh, oh yeah, I can feel and hear the gasps, the sighs, and the eye rolls through my phone already. I can feel the cringe and the thoughts of, girl, you're crazy. Don't you know that I already get up early anyway and now you want me to get up even earlier? But hear me out, okay? When we start off our day with the Lord, the rest of our day can be filled with so much joy. Psalm 5 verse 3 says, Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my requests to you and wait expectantly. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 23 says, Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Another verse that points toward morning time with the Lord is how Luke describes the coming of Jesus when Zechariah got his speech back and prophesied about his son John. And he says this in verses 78 and 79. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. My friends, these are just a few passages of scripture that demonstrate to us the importance, the need, the desire of connecting to God in the morning. It sets our day up 
for a day that belongs to him. It centers our focus for the rest of the day on his will for our lives, not our own. And it allows us to bring any concerns that came to us in the night and lay them at the feet of Jesus. Most importantly, when we set our sight on the morning light of heaven, we can find peace. I think I have shared this with y'all before, but my word for the year is actually peace, shalom. As a mom of two little ones, it is so easy to get swept up into the chaos of the daily ick and the daily uck and the daily strife of life. But we are so fortunate that we have a creator who does not want us to go through the trenches of life alone. Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. Wow. When I read verses like this, I feel as if it is my duty to remind all of you ladies that God wants us to rest in him. He wants us to rely on him. And that when we do, and only when we do, can we find peace in our souls. That is why I take quiet time so seriously. Without rest, we cannot be restored into shalom, shalom, the ultimate peace. All of this sounds amazing and great, But how can I do this when I just have so much to do in the morning and my children wake up when they hear me? Those are some great questions and genuine concerns. So let's first address the thought of having so much to do. I get it. I am a mom of two young children and I feel like there's always something to do. But... There are some things that you can do ahead of time the evening before so that your, mor- your morning it flows better and you feel like you can do this successfully without worrying about what you have to do next. Before you go to bed, pick out the outfit you and your children are going to wear the next day. This eliminates the stress of figuring it out in the morning before the caffeine kicks in. Another trick you can do is to check the weather the night before. Will I need a rain jacket in the morning? Do I need a winter jacket? Do I need to wear rain boots? Is it warm enough for me to wear shorts or do I need to wear a long sleeve shirt? If you do 
check the weather, and you see it's going to be raining, pull out the jacket the night before and have it prepped at the door. Another thing you can do is prep your kids' meals for lunch the evening before if they're at school age. You know, it only takes a couple of minutes, but boy, does it help. Instead of rushing and shoving food into their lunch boxes in the morning and feeling like you're going to forget something as you're flying out the door, take the time in the evening to pack the lunches and then just put them in the fridge. You can put them in the lunchbox and then just put the lunchbox in the refrigerator. That way, all you need to do in the morning before you're heading out the door is grab the lunchbox and put it in, your, in the kid's backpack. These activities alone take about, I don't know, two to five minutes depending on what you need to pull out. And another idea that you can do is consider writing out each week at the beginning of the week what breakfast and lunch will be for the entire week. Now, not everybody plans like this. I'm just um, telling you guys what's worked for me. And this also helps with grocery shopping planning and meal planning. Um, but when you do write out your lunches and breakfasts ahead of time, you're not trying to just pull stuff together without any direction. And you can even lay out some breakfast items on the table the night before, such as a cup, a bowl, um, a spoon if you're having cereal. And it doesn't take much time to do this. It really doesn't. Um, and the core of this problem lays this question. What is it that you are prioritizing? That's a very loaded question. And trust me, I am the first to admit that in the evenings, I am tired. I don't always want to do these things. Half the time in the evenings, by the time my children are in bed, I just want to veg out in front of the TV and not focus on anything. But I've noticed that when I take these small steps that only take a couple of minutes and I get organized and I do this consistently, my relationship with God, my relationship with my husband, and my relationship with my children are way better off. When I'm able to have my quiet time with a cup of tea, read scripture and pray because of the steps that I took the night before, I feel more in tune with the will of God and I'm less likely to get mad over the small, silly things that happen throughout the day. Okay, so now we see how we can prioritize our time so that we can do this. 
Here's the tricky part though. What about our children? Every time I try to do something for myself, it's like they just know. Does anybody else ever feel like that? They just have this instinct in their brain that tells them, eat, 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 eat. Mom is trying to do something for herself, therefore we must interrupt it. I think that's just Satan's way of trying to get to us moms by using our children to wear us down, you know? Every time I try to do something, someone, whether it's Luke or Colette, is there to interrupt it. I feel like when I wake up in the morning and I open my door, they have their ears to their own doors and are just waiting for me to get up so that they can come out of their rooms and start the day. Does that sound familiar to anyone? I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Ooh, that was literally me up to about two weeks ago. Oh, I have been extremely frustrated because even though I get up at six in the morning, my sweet child, my Mr. Luke, he just is waiting in his room in the mornings and he is waiting to hear me up so he can open up his door and play. And I've been frustrated because I didn't have any time to myself in the morning, even though I'm getting up early. And we've talked to Luke about this before. And even though we had talked to my son about waiting in his room in the morning, he kind of needed something to help him remember that. And after talking to my mom and my sister about this issue we've been having, my sister had a great idea to help me with this. And for my son's birthday, she got him a clock for his room. Now, this isn't just any type of clock. It is really, really cool, actually. It is one where you can set it so that when it's too early for them to be awake, it'll be the color red. But when you set the time for the alarm to go off, the alarm goes off as well as the color of the clock changes from red to green. This was absolutely perfect because my son loves the game red light and green light. He knows that when his clock is red during bedtime and sleep time, that he is not allowed out of his room unless he really has to go potty really bad. Just like the game red light, green light, when you're not allowed to move when it's red, you're not allowed to leave the room when the clock is red. And once it turns green though, and the alarm goes off, then he can come out of his room. Boy, has that been game changer. And so far, it has been an absolute blessing. And I'll put a link in the description below if you guys want to uh, check one out or get one for your own children because it has been an absolute blessing for me and my family. I've been able to get up at six each morning, read my Bible, 
pray, and have a cup of tea without my children disrupting all the time. And my son is able to stay calm and relaxed in the morning. And I've noticed that I believe he's sleeping better because of this, because he knows it's not time to play. He knows it's time to rest. So he is more well-rested by us starting this new system. So it's a win-win, really. And I've noticed a change not just in Luke, but I've definitely noticed a change in myself as well. I feel more energized after praying. I am more motivated throughout the day. And the word of the Lord fills my soul during the difficult moments throughout the day. I'm even trying something that I've always said I'm just not good at and something that has never stuck well with me. I've been trying this out now in this quiet time and it's actually been going quite well. I have been trying to memorize verses. Like I said, I didn't grow up memorizing verses. If you've heard my testimony um, episode, you know that I didn't grow up memorizing verses, but I've been using this quiet time as an opportunity to really hide the word of God in my heart. And throughout the day, the verses that I'm trying to memorize will come into my mind. And it's been really, really cool to see how this morning time has affected not just the morning, but the whole of my day. So I highly suggest you guys try this. And, you know... I hope you try out these different ways to make quiet time a priority because when you do, your life will be impacted. And I would love for you guys to comment um, either on my website or on Instagram in a post things that you do during your quiet time in the morning with God or things that you want to do in your quiet time in the morning with God. I would love to hear your suggestions, your ideas, things that have worked for you, things that don't work. And we can try different things out together. But all I know is when you do your mornings with quiet time with the Lord, the whole rest of your day can be impacted to bring you shalom, shalom, perfect peace. I am just so thankful for the ability to talk to the Lord and have quiet time. Lord, I come to you and pray that the people who are listening come to see the importance of starting the day with you, coming to you with praise, coming to you with their needs, coming to you with their desires so that they can find rest in the light of the morning. I pray that those ladies who do not have a morning routine of quiet time see the value in making changes in their schedule so that they can try it out. And Lord, I pray that through this new routine, people are able to draw closer to you and find the shalom, shalom, the ultimate and perfect peace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for listening to Proverbs 31 Wannabe. We hope you enjoyed the program. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Proverbs 31 Wannabe underscore and on Facebook at Proverbs 31 Wannabe. And check out our website, www.proverbs31wannabe.com. And be sure to come back next week as we discuss how you can pray with your little ones. Until then, this is Alexis Heeslip, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless. Thank you.